Hey there, before we jump into the show, I thought I'd let you know that not only do I have two three-month intensive courses for women in hard marriages and women who are separated or divorced, but did you know I also have like 15 other one-month courses? I do. I have courses for when you want to use your gifts to bring redemption, when you want to use your gifts of writing and communication, when you might be a bit bored with your life or you want to live more authentically, when you are engaged or about to remarry or you are adjusting to remarriage, uh, when you struggle with at least one kind of difficult relationship, if you're longing to feel closer to God, if you would give anything for a clean slate, if you find yourself struggling with overwhelm and anxiety, when your children have left the nest, when you're struggling to identify your own needs, and when you're longing for more healing in your heart and life. And oh my lands, they are only $20 each, which is kind of insane and the lowest they've ever been. I will put a link in the show notes for the list of topics and how to register. Sweet ones, welcome back to the All That to Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I believe that we have a God who is present with us in every season, like actual seasons or metaphorical seasons. So today we're going to talk about when we get the seasonal blues or blahs and some tips to help us feel a bit better. Now, if you live in a region where there are four distinct seasons, as I do, then you know what it feels like to look down the barrel of like five to six months of gray, cold, rain, snow, blah. Some people are blessed with a love of all things fall, one of my daughters, and a countdown clock in her head to Christmas, another one of my daughters. I am not one of those people. To me, fall equals death. And the holidays equals slight panic. I know, I'm a walking party. But man, oh man, does my heart live for spring and summer. Now, I already live with a bent toward melancholia, and I have struggled with several seasons of mild depression in my life. So winter can really do me in if I'm not proactive. So here are my absolute best tips to battle against the weather's effects on my mood every year. I'm sure you've heard of SAD, Seasonal Effect Disorder, and I think that's maybe what I've got a little bit of. So here's some things I do, and honestly, uh, almost all of them can be year-round, but I kind of up my game a little bit more in the fall and winter months. Okay, Um, I'm going to kind of tell you these in order of how they happen throughout my day, sort of. I'm actually seeing that most of them I kind of front load my morning now that I'm looking at all these because so many of these are morning things. Um, All right. Number one, water. I begin my day with drinking at least two glasses of water. Like it's one of the first things that I do. One glass of lemon water, which I prepare weekly, and one with a shot of apple cider vinegar in it. We all know that water is supposed to do wonders for our bodies, but beginning your day with it kickstarts your whole system. So up your water in the morning and throughout the day. Supplements. Okay. Check with your doctor because, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I take a a few handful bazillion um, supplements, but vitamin D has been my go-to for that little extra when the sun isn't shining anymore. Rituals. 
I am such a fan of rituals, girls. Okay, so each morning I light a candle. I start a fire in the fireplace. I lay out my yoga mat. I turn on a worship or Christian CD. These are things I love. And doing things we love are gentle ways to nurture ourselves. Light therapy. I use a light therapy lamp for 30 minutes each morning while I do some odds and ends on my computer. I struggle with sleeping through the night, um, have been struggling with this for several years. So I need all the help I can get to sort of reset my internal clock. Tea. I'm not a coffee drinker. I know I may have lost most of my audience. I have never had an entire cup of coffee. I never got into it when it was like the culturally appropriate age, say college or young motherhood. But I have been a tea drinker for about 15 years. I drink two or three cups of white or green tea every morning. Um, I'm a huge fan of Adagio loose teas. Um, they also come in tea bags. However, when the weather turns, I put the Republic of Teas Be Happy Tea on my Amazon wish list and I drink a few cups of that each day. Um, okay, time with God. I spend time with God every morning. I journal whatever is on my mind. Um, I've been really working on starting my journaling with the things that I'm thankful for from the day before. Um, so, but I'll then just kind of spill my guts on the page. I read some scripture. I have a scripture plan um, the past two years, I think. I've created sort of my own little scripture plan. It's different every year. Um, but I will go through either um, a psalm a day or a proverb a day along with um, something in the New Testament. And I read through a handful of do devotionals. Um, I have a couple prayer books, one for my husband, one for our kiddos. And I read through all of my, all three of my Al-Anon Al daily readers every day. Um, but I've noticed over the years that upping my gratitude absolutely increases um, my joy. It shifts my perspective. So I also every day list off several things that I'm truly grateful for in my life. And I put them on little pieces of paper that I keep in a jar in my kitchen. I do it every day. And then at the end of the year, I dump that jar into my lap and I read through a year's worth of daily gratitudes. Um, also, outright asking God for the joy of the Lord to replace your sadness is a great practice to get into. Okay, next. Eat better. I know. I know. Um, okay. I know you've heard me talk about this every day now for almost 15 years. I've had a smoothie for breakfast or lunch or both with, um, lemon water, banana, kale, spinach, blueberries, flax, and chia seeds. Um, oh my gosh. I throw so much in there. Sometimes, um, apple, sometimes I'll throw in lemon slices. What else? Greek yogurt, avocado. Um, and I add various supplements. Um, right now, my favorites are from Your Super. Um, and also upping that smoothie to two or three times a day has also really kept me from getting sick in ages. Uh, okay, rest. If my body needs a nap, I now take one without guilt. 
Um, several years ago, I read that 26 minutes is the ideal nap and no joke. Ever since I heard that, I'm not kidding. When I lay down, I don't even need an alarm. I am up in 26 minutes or less. However, um, you don't want to nap too long or too late in the day. It might interfere with your nighttime rest. And a tip that has helped me um, quite a bit for sleeping through the night and waking up rested, a tip we've all heard. Um, and even though I do this, I'm still struggling with my sleep, but that's more menopausal than anything else, is a consistent bedtime and wake time. I used to be all over the place with both of those, but I've really tried to line up with my husband's bedtime and wake up schedule. And it has made a difference for sure to have that kind of routine. Okay. Exercise. I know. Um, so I do 10 or 15 minutes of stretches in the morning and I walk every day. Yes. Even when it's like literally, and I'm not exaggerating 16 degrees below, it might not be healthy. Um, but anyway, so I used to do like 20 minutes in the morning and now I'm up to two, uh, gosh, one hour walks. I'm sure that will change as we head into the colder weather. I will not be able to stand one hour outside at a time, but it helps. It really does help with my mood. Um, I also love a few minutes of dancing and loud singing with my earbuds in. Instant mood booster, I promise. Uh, staying connected. I try to see at least one person outside of my husband, um, at least one person I love every two weeks or so. Um, but the weather can make us like turn inward even more. I'm an introvert. COVID messed with my anxiety. Um, so some things that I do these days, I try to make sure that I text my husband and my girlfriends and my kids maybe a little bit more during the indoor months. I Zoom with my girlfriends at least once a month, and all of those are good ways to keep connected. Lastly, it's normal just realize that feeling blah and being blah isn't the end of the world, that they're just feelings. Show yourself grace and gentleness. Remind yourself that spring will come again, like literally and figuratively, and this season will pass. But if it doesn't, or if you think it's more than just the winter blues, consult your doctor for a checkup, especially if you have not been to the doctor in a while, and maybe make an appointment to talk with a counselor. Okay, I'm going to post a link in the show notes for how you and I can work together, if that would be helpful for you, for you can find a therapist, along with several of my courses, because that might help you stay out of or get out of a funk, as well as all the things I listed, like um, the worship CDs I would recommend that I love, the, where I get my candles, the light therapy lamp, the tea, all that jazz. I will put links in the show notes to all of that. Um, and most of those are affiliate links, just so you know. Um, also as always, if this episode or podcast has been helpful to you at all, it would mean the world to me. If you would consider sharing it, subscribing to it, supporting it, rating it, reviewing it. And thank you to each one of you who have done even one of these things one time. It means the world to me. So sweet ones, all that to say, no matter where you are in your mental state, during this season. You are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.